Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. And now, here's the country doctor with a city education, Dr. Mike. So we've all heard, right? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. I mean, I mean, what's probably more important to us today is if we can keep prescription drugs away <laughs> and, and only use prescription drugs when we absolutely need them. So I found an interesting study that looked at apple consumption and how it was able to reduce the number of prescription medications for people. So maybe we need to change the apple a day keeps a doctor away to an apple a day keeps prescriptions at bay. And that rhymes. I did that on purpose. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, uh, this continues the exciting field of research looking at what are called white flesh fruits. Um the white flesh fruits, apples, pears, those are the, the, the two most common uh, varieties. You know, they kind of – they've never had the research support of, say, dark berries, um, pomegranate, you know. And, uh, so, you know and, and, and listen, those dark fruits and dark berries, they, sh- they should be researched. We, we know the darker the hue, the greater the content of antioxidants, and it makes sense that that's where, you know, researchers went to. The white fleshy fruits, they're white. They're not dark. <laughs> so its it makes you wonder when you're eating, especially just the fleshy part, I mean, what's really in there? Is it just sugar, you know, and what's really the antioxidant compound, you know, and our content, I should say. And so white fleshy fruits never really were given the research spotlight that they that they deserved. And that changed maybe a couple of years ago. There was a wonderful study. Uh, I think I talked about it here in the show that showed eating white flesh fruits every day could reduce stroke prevalence significantly uh, and and that was that's kind of, that was kind of like the beginning of apple research pear research and 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 now we're and, and I think you'll see really an explosion of research into white flesh fruits and their benefits just like I have today the headline actually read more apples resulted in fewer medications, and that's that's a good thing. The average, um, I think I have the statistic right here. It says, uh, this is from healthnotes.com. The United States is one of the most overly medicated nations in the world. In one year alone, the average American fills out 12 prescriptions. I That's unreal. The average American in one year gets 12 prescriptions. I don't – when you hear that, though, I, I, I think it's pretty clear that the majority of these prescriptions are being written for and filled out by, uh, you know, people, let's say, over the age of 60. And we definitely have a, a generation uh, of, of Americans, older Americans, who have, fall, have, have fallen victim really to polypharmacy uh you know i can i mean there's 
so many examples of this. Um, I think you could probably rate to, relate to this maybe in your own life, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, just on multiple drugs, blood pressure drug, cholesterol drug, arthritis drug, headache drug, sleep drug. I mean, it just it goes on. And then you got to take a couple drugs to cover the side effects of the main drugs. I mean, it, that's polypharmacy. Um, I all, it, it's always worried me that we're that we're at a situation especially with people over 60 where they have to have multiple pill boxes to keep track of when they're supposed to be taking stuff have have you seen some of the more modern pill boxes it's like a it's like a mini spreadsheet out of pill boxes a.m. p.m. midday after snack did i mean they they get so i'm like my word we have it's just not good. It's it's not good. So anything that we can do to be healthier, to be well, to reduce dependency on prescription drugs is really nice. I think one, one way to do this, I'm going to get into the Apple research here in a second, but I think one way um, is to really reevaluate. And this is real. I'm speaking to the medical doctors out there and the naturopathic doctors and, and just all the practitioners out there, that maybe we need to reevaluate how we define some of these diseases, some of the blood lab abnormalities. You know, I it's it is to the advantage of the drug companies to continue, you know, to you know, change what is an abnormal cholesterol level, you know. Uh, if I keep lowering what is considered normal, I'm going to get more people on the drugs, right? You know, maybe we need to look at and reassess real solid risk data about some of these lab abnormalities that then prompt prescription drugs. You know, it, it, it's it's funny how as the decades go on, it's easier to be diagnosed with things like diabetes, high triglycerides, high cholesterol, right? It's easier to be diagnosed with blood pressure, high blood pressure. And, and those are real risk factors of things. I'm just saying, is it time to maybe reflect a little bit on where we're at and where we're going with all this? Because if I keep making it easier to be diagnosed with one of those things, I'm just adding to the prescription problem. Or, okay, fine. If you don't want to change the numbers and really look at risk, where, where does risk really begin with high cholesterol or high blood pressure? And and don't think we have figured all that out. We we haven't. It's all based on statistics. It's not perfect. You could always reevaluate that kind of information. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you don't want to do that, maybe we need to identify a group of people who have abnormal numbers but fall within a range where we first start with natural extracts to see if we can gain some control. I mean, at least that would be a better approach than just throwing more prescription drugs at people. That's what we do in integrative medicine, right? That's most of my colleagues I work with, my, myself, we're, we're integrative physicians, which means we're not against prescription drugs. We're not against any modality, really. But it's about doing what's appropriate. And maybe if we reevaluate re where some of these abnormal lab values are, maybe we can get more people on natural extracts before prescription drugs. So let me look, let's go now. So that's the first thing. We can either look at the risk. We can look at, you know, maybe there's a, a, a level of risk where people can try natural extracts first. I think that's all reasonable. Or we could just eat more apples. Again, more apples resulted in fewer medications. Scientists sought to find uh, 
a link between apple intake and doctor visits. They track the nutritional habits of a little over 8,000 individuals using a national health survey and compared the data of apple eaters, those who ate at least one raw apple daily, to non-apple eaters. According to the results of the study, 9% of participants were classified as apple eaters. That's way too low. It makes you wonder if if just being an apple eater correlates to just being a fruit eater. I don't know. But anyways, 9% of the people were classified as apple eaters. Surprisingly, the apple eaters were not less likely to visit a doctor, but they shared certain characteristics such as higher education levels and not smoking. The key finding was that apple eaters were slightly less likely to be on medications than non-apple eaters. The relationship was stronger for participants who consume smaller and medium-sized apples compared to larger varieties. That's interesting. You'd have to tease why that is. But an apple a day does seem to at least keep some of the prescriptions at bay. So definitely get your... And I, I personally, I think this is going to apply to just white fleshy fruit. Pears, apples, those are, as I said, the main varieties. So um, if you prefer a pear, go with them. That's fine. Um, but there you go. White fleshy fruit. Good for stroke reduction and maybe keeping out some of those prescription drugs. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. <laughs>